a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. President Biden and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen want to increase the global minimum tax for businesses saying they have to avoid a race to the bottom and bring in additional funds. Today, Ireland says, not so fast. What does it mean for all of us? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, obviously, this is one of those uh, issues that we can kind of put at arm's length and say, well, I don't have to worry about that. That's just dealing with big businesses. But there are some real impacts uh, for each of us and closer to home. And so we turn to uh, the ultimate inside source when it comes to all things ec- economic and public policy. Zion Bank Senior Vice President Robert Spenlove joins us uh, on the line for a, a conversation about this proposal, this global minimum tax, and then what it means that uh, Ireland has already said uh, we'll take a pass on that. Uh, Robert, thanks for joining us. It's great to be with you, Boyd. All right. So so for our listeners, uh, give us just a, a, a little thumbnail in terms of what is this global minimum tax and why should we be thinking about it? Well, you know, essentially, when you look at taxation, every every country taxes uh, uh, corporations at a different level, uh, you know, kind of on the on the low end. There's actually a few countries that don't have. Uh, corporate taxes, uh, Jersey, or the, not New Jersey, but Jersey, the country. The country. Uh, or the, <laughs> yes, or Cayman Islands. But, you know, and then on the other side, you have India, which has a, a, a corporate tax rate that's uh, above 40%. Mm. So we have this wide variety, and they use these uh, tax rates as a way to be competitive and to try to get uh, companies to come there. And the, the Biden administration doesn't like that competition and and uh you know uh, argues that essentially these low rates are a race to the bottom and so they want to uh, uh impose or I- I- encourage the adoption of a uh, 15% uh, minimum tax rate that uh, all countries would charge uh, kind of putting in a floor of uh, of that tax of that corporate taxation. Yeah, and it's I think it's important to note that it is a floor not a ceiling. So this uh, this is just kind of the the baseline. Of course, the US uh, corporate tax rate has uh, fluctuated over the years was was up uh, around 27 28% and then of course during the uh, Donald Trump administration that was reduced down to 21%. Uh what do we see in terms of impact is that uh, rate for 
companies goes up and down. Have we seen real benefits with it being down at 21%? Does that give the U.S. a competitive advantage in the world? And then how does this uh, minimum global tax uh, play into that? Yeah, well, you know, if you just look at uh, the kind of the impacts of the reduction in the U.S. corporate tax rate, uh, you know, coming down uh, from 35 to 21 percent, then you look at, you know, where does that money go? It essentially gets reinvested back in the economy. And we saw uh, unprecedented economic growth uh, over the last, uh, you know, five years uh, because of these changes, because of this. Uh, investment into the economy, uh, we, we saw standards of living increasing. We saw wages increasing. We saw uh, the, the equity markets going going up dramatically. Now, if we do impose this, essentially what happens, uh, you know, the question is always, well, why would you want to do this? Well, uh, the the countries that, that would be hurt by this, I mean, Ireland is the one that's been the, the strongest opponent. They say that they would lose uh, 2.4 billion dollars a year if a global minimum tax is, is enacted because their their rate is currently 12 and a half percent. Right. So it would make them less competitive, and they would lose money. Ah, oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, that we were debating in the uh, in the newsroom whether we should you know raise a, a pint to uh, Ireland for being vocal about this. It was going to be a pint of mint ice cream, by the way. Just uh, <laughs> we are being uh, positive and friendly here. Um, as it relates to, to Utah firms and Utah businesses, uh, how could how could this debate, how could uh, this uh, global minimum tax uh, impact those uh, right here in the state? Well, it, it would it would have a direct impact on uh, any companies that are doing business overseas, <clears throat> and that you know Utah is a state that has strong international ties. If you think about uh, Silicon Slopes, a lot of that. A lot of their markets and a lot of their products are being marketed to other countries, and so uh, they, you know, they would have a direct impact there. Uh, and then also just kind of the the overall move of raising taxes. You know, that uh, if, if you look back in the the last administration, uh, there's there's always been a kind of a concern about uh, U.S. businesses moving their operations overseas. Right. There's two ways. To address that, one of them is to convince other countries to raise their taxes. the The other way to do it is to lower taxes here. And you know, by lowering taxes here, it benefited uh, all of us by keeping these companies, uh, you know, locating in domestically and locally. Yeah, and I think that's such a, a vital thing to think through. It's, it's one of the things we often don't really consider. We say, oh, well, you know, it's a big corporation; it can afford to, you know, pay the taxes. Uh, and I think we do have to kind of go back to that uh, old adage that the, the corporations really don't pay taxes in the end. It, it all everything gets passed on to the consumer. If it's a if it's a higher cost of doing business because the taxes are higher, uh, then that's going to be passed along in terms of the cost of goods and services. Uh, and so ultimately, doesn't that end up hurting, especially those in the middle class and even the poor and the most vulnerable, the most? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and. Uh, you know, when you look at so I, I kind of compare Ireland to Utah. Utah is kind of the Ireland of the United States. Mm. Um, you know, Ireland doesn't have a lot. You know, it's a relatively small country. They don't have a lot of competitive advantage. That you know, think about Ireland competing with Germany right. or France or Italy. You know, those big guys. And they say, well, how do we be competitive? 
Well, we keep our taxes low and we keep our regulations low. That's exactly what Utah has done. Utah's corporate tax rate is 4.95%, one of the lowest in the country. And our business regulations are very low. And we say this is our competitive advantage uh, to, to be able to attract companies and attract people. And that's why Utah has the strongest economy in the country. It's really been a huge benefit. If we take away that ability to have that competitive advantage, it hurts everyone. Uh, it, it essentially, you know, Utah also has one of the lowest poverty rates in the country. So the benefits are felt by everyone. But if we take away that flexibility, uh, really everyone suffers. Oh, fantastic. Robert Spenlove uh, just revealed the secret sauce uh, for <laughs> Utah's great uh, economic success. Uh, Robert, always appreciate your insight on these things. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much, Boyd. All right, again, great insight from Robert Spenlove. And just remember the things that make Utah unique in terms of our low corporate tax rate, our low regulatory regime, uh, enables businesses to come here to thrive, succeed, create jobs, reinvest in the community. And that's what we got to get back to. Uh, so while uh, President Biden and Secretary Treasurer Janet Yellen are saying, hey, we can we can just make this a level playing field this way. Uh, it really isn't. And it hurts places like Utah uh, in a significant way. So we got to not just be content to say, oh, let's sock it to the big company. Uh, remember, it all comes back to us as individuals and communities. We got to rethink how we're thinking about taxes. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.